The Lord be with you. We follow the order for the service of evening prayer. Jesus Christ is the light of the world, the light no darkness can overcome. Stay with us, Lord, for it is evening, and the day is almost over. Let your light scatter the darkness and illumine your church. Joyous light of glory of the immortal Father, heavenly, holy, blessed Jesus Christ, we have come to the setting of the sun, and we look to the evening light. We sing to God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy of being praised with pure voices forever. O Son of God, O giver of life, the universe proclaims your glory. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who led your people Israel by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Enlighten our darkness by the light of your Christ. May his word be a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. For you are merciful and you love your whole creation. And we, your creatures, glorify you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let my prayer rise before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. O Lord, I call to you, come to me quickly. Hear my voice when I cry to you. Let my prayer rise before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Set a watch before my mouth, O Lord, and guard the door of my lips. Let not my heart incline to any evil thing. Let me not be occupied in wickedness with evildoers. But my eyes are turned to you, O God. In you I take refuge. Strip me not of my life. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let my prayer rise before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Let us pray. Let the incense of our repentant prayers ascend before you, O Lord, and let your loving kindness descend on us, that with purified minds we may sing your praises with the church on earth, and the whole heavenly host, and may glorify you forever. Amen. Psalm 45 Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is a scepter of uprightness. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. Your robes are all fragrant with myrrh and aloes and cassia. From ivory palaces, stringed instruments make you glad. Daughters of kings are among your ladies of honor. At your right hand stands the queen in gold of Ophir. Hear, O daughter, and consider, and incline your ear. Forget your people and your father's house, and the king will, deal, will desire your beauty. Since he is your Lord, bow to him. The people of Tyre will seek your favor with gifts, the richest of the people. 
All-glorious is the princess in her chamber, with robes interwoven with gold. In many colored robes she is led to the king, with her virgin companions following behind her. With joy and gladness they are led along, as they enter the palace of the king. In place of your fathers shall be your sons. You will make them princes in all the earth. I will cause your name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore nations will praise you forever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is a scepter of uprightness. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. A reading from Isaiah chapter 7. Again the Lord spoke to Ahaz, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. And he said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary men, that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. A reading from Luke chapter 1. In the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's been said with increasing frequency lately that Lent this year is especially, well, Lenty. Um, But if today's readings would seem out of place for a normal Lenten evening, It's even more true today. 
Yes, today's readings and hymns seem rather out of place in Lent. And if we were meeting together in church, we'd see white pyramids, not the violet we're accustomed to seeing. In the church year, everything is counted from either Easter or Christmas. The Advent, Christmas, and Epiphany seasons all connect to the nativity of our Lord, to his birth. And the seasons of Pentecost, Easter, and Lent are all calculated from the date of Easter. But somehow, on this day, even unexpectedly, Christmas has appeared in the middle of Lent. Here we are in the midst of the Lenten season, sorrowing over our sins and anticipating Holy Week and Easter, when Christmas is suddenly here. We put away the Gloria and Excelsis for Lent, but it comes back today. If we were meeting in church, the angels' song would be sung. For today, March 25th, is far more significant than any Wednesday in Lent. Today is nine months before our Lord's birth, and so today is a significant day in the life of the Lord's church. Today we recall the conception of our Lord, the day the second person of the Holy Trinity took upon our flesh. It's something that we don't always consider in the middle of Lent, but we do well to not let this day pass us by unnoticed. God's people had been waiting a long time. Ever since the curse of death was visited upon man in the garden, God's people had waited sorrowing over sin, rejoicing in the promise of sins forgiven in the sacrifice, and yet awaiting the coming of the promised Messiah in the flesh. So just as Christmas in the middle of Lent is a surprise, St. Mary, too, was surprised. Greeted by an angel with a word of blessing, Mary is greatly troubled. But the angel gave her a word of promise to relieve her fear. Do not fear, for you have found favor with God. And he shows you his favor by sending his own son into your human flesh. He will be conceived in your womb, receiving his flesh from you. Jesus will save his people from their sins. These words are what the world has awaited since the fall into sin. For by these words, Jesus comes into the world to do away with the curse and to undo death. So it's good that we hear these words now. Sometimes the weight of Lent can wear you down. And this year, probably more than others, your heart aches, longing for the world to be set right even longing to gather together once again. And even perhaps the memories of what you've done or left undone haunt you and keep you awake at night. But in the Annunciation of our Lord, there is peace. For there is one who bears your own flesh to take away your sin and the sin of the whole world, not simply the promise of the conception of our Savior, but the enacting of the promise that the bound are set free, the guilty are pardoned, the despairing are given hope, 
the captives are redeemed and the dead are given life. Sin, death, and the devil cannot have you, for the righteous, for the unrighteous are now declared righteous. For the human flesh that Jesus received on this day is the very flesh which he laid down on the cross. It was the purpose of his coming, to save his people from their sin. He bore human flesh that he might suffer beatings, cross, and death, and to arise again out of that virgin tomb. And so all those who see their great need are gladdened by this day. This is our great joy and comfort. Jesus has come to save, to put an end to the reign of death and the misery of sin. And he does all this for you. The fullness of time has come. Jesus, the Son of Mary, God in your flesh, is the Savior of all men. By hearing with faith, St. Mary received her Lord's word, and so the Lord dwelt in her. And so with you, everything is different now. Your faith hears and lays hold of Christ Jesus, and he dwells in you by his word preached and his sacraments administered. And the same flesh conceived in Mary's womb and that rose from the grave has been given to you as your eternal food, so that by eating and drinking the seed of Mary, you have also found favor with God, and you are free from all fear. And so we rest in our Lord's promises. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. The peace of God keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We speak the Magnificat from Luke chapter 1. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servants. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. In peace let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the whole world, 
for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For Matthew and John, for all pastors in Christ, for all servants of the church, and for all the people, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For Donald, our president, for all public servants, for the government and those who protect us, that they may be upheld and strengthened in every good deed, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who work to bring peace, justice, health, and protection in this and every place, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who bring offerings, those who do good works in this congregation, those who toil, those who sing, and all the people who await from the Lord great and abundant mercy, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For favorable weather, for an abundance of the fruits of the earth, and for peaceful times, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For our deliverance from all affliction, wrath, danger, and need, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the faithful who have gone before us and are with Christ, let us give thanks to the Lord. Thanks be to God. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Rejoicing in the fellowship of the saints, let us commend ourselves, one another, and our whole life to Christ our Lord. To you, O Lord. O Lord, as we have known the incarnation of your Son, Jesus Christ, by the message of the angel to the Virgin Mary, so by the message of his cross and passion, bring us to the glory of his resurrection, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, 
Bless and preserve us. Amen.